Churchill was clearly humbled. But again, it's simply a statement found in sheer logic, made public at a time when a culture of freedom in innovation and admiration for the sciences among the political elite was at its peak. Today, in the US, where Livio lives and works, the atmosphere could not be more different. At a time when environmental protection agency officials have to go rogue to tweet scientific facts about climate change, the president has famously called climate change a hoax perpetrated by the Chinese, and Donald Trump's pick for the next EPA administrator is backed by donors that face hundreds of EPA actions for breaking pollution rules and laws, there seems to be a cloud of tangible threat hanging over scientists in North America. A recent example of that concern saw 800 earth science and energy experts write an open letter to President Trump, imploring him to address climate change concerns to protect America's economy, national security and public health and safety. It's an argument Churchill would understand well. It's logical and practical, and in the best interests of the country. But Churchill, like any good scientist, also had a naturally curious mind. Hence, the essay began with the grandest question of all. Are we alone in the universe? He takes the reader through a reasoned argument that suggests a starting point, life needs liquid water, leading to exactly where we should look for life. He relays a description of a planet that should be neither too hot nor too cold, now known as the habitable or Goldilocks zone. He progresses on this topic just like I would today, Livio tells Wired. You're interested in a question, are we alone? Then you define life. Once you define life, you ask what are the necessary conditions for life to emerge. Liquid water. That is the same thing that guides our searches today. Of course, penned in the 1930s and updated in the 1950s, Churchill's assessment was not accurate throughout. His suggestion of how extrasolar planets are made, for example, Livio says, does not reflect our understanding today. But he also did not presume to trust that humans have the authority to answer any of these questions definitely, a fact that won Livio over. Writing in Nature, Livio adds, Now Churchill shines with the healthy scepticism of a scientist, he writes. But this speculation depends upon the hypothesis that planets were formed in this way. Perhaps they were not. We know there are millions of double stars, and if they could be formed, why not planetary systems? And later, Churchill writes, I am not sufficiently conceited to think that my son is the only one with a family of planets. He shines because he is using the wrong theory, but he concludes that maybe this is the wrong thing. It is very, very impressive for him to even say that, Livio tells Wired. Clearly enamoured with a man and a time that showed science, the reverence, Livio, his peers, and anyone who lives in a world founded in reasoning and facts, not alternative facts, believe it deserves. That is what I found most incredible in this article. Livio who was not aware of Churchill's interest in the sciences prior to this, admits that finding the essay generated some sort of nostalgia for him. You have somebody who is arguably the greatest politician of the 20th century, and here he is musing about topics that not only are scientific, but it's one thing for him to be interested in science when it helped the war effort. It was absolutely necessary. It's another to be interested in topics that clearly have no immediate applications. They're just driven 
by pure curiosity. It's impossible to discuss Churchill and his reverence for science without returning to the 21st century phenomena that is Trump, a president whose stance on science, the judiciary, press freedoms and conflicts of interest, has been seemingly founded outside the bounds of logic and reason. Livio, like the 800 scientists who penned an open letter to Trump, is clearly concerned. The current leadership here did not appoint a science advisor yet. I hope that will change, Livio tells Wired. There are places where it goes without saying. Angela Merkel is a scientist herself, so I have no doubt she knows about science and so on. So it changes from country to country. People who determine policy should certainly be aware of everything that science has to offer and everything that science warns against. Topics like climate change clearly require scientific input. Topics related to diseases, problems like food resources.